We rolling? Do you have your fucking mic so people can stop yelling at us? Say yeah into the mic, Xavier. I'm done. He's like, I have no idea if people want to hear, hear me. <laughs> so, well, they do. Put it up. Put it in front of you, Xavier. Put it on the stand right there. Yeah, there you go. Give yourself a little. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're in. Um, oh, there's also this clock. I'm gonna. We have a clock now. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. The honeys are growing. Mastermind up. Media. Shout out to Mastermind Media because they're going fucking hard in the paint. They're making an incredible studio over here. Um, what's up, honeys? We're, We're live, live from, from the, the hive. hive for another episode at Mastermind. Another episode of this bitch. I don't even remember. <laughs> We're live at the Hive from Mastermind Media. I don't even know. Remember it's Mastermind they... Media, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're we had a, we've we've lost we've it. had a couple of weeks on us. We one thing about mom and mommy, they go hard. I'm exhausted. I mean, I can't tell you how. Dep- like it's like the uh, I'm where you can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay. there's like a loose hair on my face. There it is. You have um, a loose hair. You have a random sparkle on your cheek. That could be from Vegas. We don't know. That's probably from Vegas. Uh, yeah. Welcome to this bitch with Sarah Weinshank and Kim Congdon. <laughs> When you pulled up, I was like on the curb, like an orphan. Like on the stoop? Yeah, just smoking. I look like like a sad, like younger female version of like a... <laughs> Dude, Kim hasn't slept in like two weeks. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have Let's explain. Yeah, okay. Can you do it? Okay, so one thing about mom is she gonna talk when mama needs a night off. Okay, so here's the deal. We've been going so hard. We were in New York. We did so many fun podcasts. We did Legion of Skanks. We did Guys We Fucked. We opened for Joey Diaz. We did- Barstool. Barstool, both of us separately. So bonfire. fun. Bonfire, we did. She, you did Bonfire, what else? We did a bunch of shit. Okay, then you think after that mama I and mommy- I got assaulted. Do we want to get into that? To end the we yes. Do you want to start the episode with the assault or should we lead up to it? No, but we had to throw it in like on the end of the week. We also, before we left. You got assaulted. Do you want to get into the assault? I don't care. Okay, it happened at Sony Hall. Well, let's get into the whole thing and then we'll go back. So well, we'll get the, back the, to the assault. The assault happened in the middle. It was a trickle of assault. Dude, the assault, the, you know your life's crazy when the assault isn't even the craziest thing that's happened in the well, last- Well, the assault <laughs> happened and it was like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> it was like- I don't have time to we, deal with the emotional issues of being assaulted, We right? were in the trenches, dog, comedically. We were, yeah, dude, it was crazy. Why are you doing that? What? Is everything okay? You sat up. I just want to make sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Xavier tiptoed towards the camera. And then you and made me second guess what was even happening. Normally I would ignore it, but my I'm tired. So I, <laughs> I notice every footstep. Normally I'm like, he knows. Now I'm like, we can't miss it because I can't redo this. <laughs> I don't have it. I have. I know I'm tired because I... I don't even know where to start. Okay, we did. Okay, we, so we were in New we York. We did my assault. <laughs> we were in New York. Do we you want to get into ass- the assault? Not yet. Let's the go. The blind th- man. You want to build my up to it? Fell out. You don't need it. <laughs> Guess what? You don't need it. You could still be funny without an earring. Well, one <laughs> earring queen over here. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. Just as an overview, we okay. had a crazy two weeks. Because we were in New York for 11, 9, 10 or 11 days. One of those three. Over seven. We were in New York for over, over eight. Over eight days. For sure. I think We've it was nine or 10 days. a lot days. of time with each other. We spent 10 days together in New York. We, we This is the trip that we learned we need to book separate rooms. <laughs> Was, no, we've known. We've known. This is just this the is last the one where we were like, we're we're booking two places. Final straw. Final straw. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely final. Straw. It was too too long. New York's too much. This, there's so much stimulation. The city everywhere. takes it out of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Not the city takes it out of you and then an earring just falls off. The God is a cosmic comedian. <laughs> God is a cosmic comedian. He is. It's like the life. It's a cosmic joke. Life is a cosmic joke, and that's just an example of it. Um, what did you think of New York? Well, the let's first. Just let's just talk about the first two days. I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm a girl in the city. I could live here easily. By the third day, I said, I'm ready to go home now. Yeah. I said, I need to get back to the sun where people are happy. By the third day, I said, honey, we have six more days. <laughs> no, by the third day, I was done. We're done on the third day. It's enough. Enough is enough. I don't. The thing about the people in New York, I, I love the comics in New York. And they're so funny. They're so There's, funny. The people are so nice. And people cool. are so cool. The comedy's better. Yeah. The clubs treat you great. Yes, the stand. The stand. The stand is daddy. The stand is daddy. And if you're in New York and you're not going to the stand, the food at the stand? The food, it's the best food at any club they're I've ever had. They're the nicest club and they have the best food. It's shocking. Yeah. So they're really great. And, um, but the, there's something about the people in New York. Can we close that curtain? Sorry, I feel like I can hear Okay. Um, there's something about the people in New York who they thrive in the gutter. Yeah, <laughs> like they like. They're like, hey, it's dirty, and that's like the thing. Like, yeah, it's dirty, it's, but we're grinding. Let's yes. just keep going, man. Yeah, no sleep for the wicked. It's like, what's happening? Yeah. I need to go back to self care LA bubble where I can like get yes. acupuncture and sleep in, and then get a nine dollar latte. Yeah, this is too much for me. Yeah. It's like a, it's almost too much grind for your own good there. You know, I'm, you know, I'm really in it when I'm eating a street dog. Someone said, yeah, someone said it perfectly that, um, New York is like for people that are like value the grind over the, like the lifestyle. The hustle. Yeah. Yeah, The hustle. And I'm like, I would sacrifice a little bit of not being the best in the world so I can have, (laughs) Eight hours of sleep. Decent mental health. Yes. It's a lot. It's like, you have to be very rich to be happy in New York. Very, very rich. That's the The subway. At first, I was like, this is fun. We could go everywhere. All we need is our phone, and it's so cheap. But then by the third day, I'm like, I should have a K95 mask on in here. I don't even wear a mask when I'm in LA, but I'm like, there's germs fucking everywhere. You have it in my head. Like Kim would make me strip down and change my outfit before we went to bed because she didn't want the subway clothes in the bed. I had to take extra protocol to keep mama happy. And she was right. Yeah. (laughs) There's one point I was like, are you going to go sit on the couch? And she was like, yeah. I was like, can you change into your pajamas? And you looked and we were done with each other. And you went to sit on the couch. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry, please. And you were like, (sighs) (laughs) no, you're right. I was just like. I didn't have it in me anymore. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's just dirty. It's dirty, but. But it's fun. It's so fun and the hang is so fun. And we went before it got too cold, which I'm happy about because that was cold enough for me. We were in our matching jackets. We had a thing. We had a moment. We were in matching puffers most of the time. We we went hard at Forever 21. Let me tell you, we were on our way to Forever 21. At one point, and Sarah's screaming at me about what? Consumerism. Yeah. And capitalism. Yeah. She's like, you're you're part of a capitalistic society. You love fast fashion. This is a problem. You don't (laughs) need to be. mushrooms. I was like, yeah. She was like all, she was was a Gandhi of fast fashion (laughs) suddenly. And she's telling me that I'm a consumer and all this shit we get into forever 21 and something switches in this bitch's head within 15 minutes she's got a pile where you can't see her face and i'm she's, an animal and she the hangers are attached to boots that she needs to try on <laughs> she had like 62 things to try on and i was like were you not just screaming at me about like, this but we found cute shit shout out forever 21 forever 21 be a sponsor forever 21 forever <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did a photo booth session in forever 21 i should we should include that in this episode, I'll send Xavier the tape. It was embarrassing. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. What about, I was trying on a pink gown at one point after telling you that you were a consumer and you were brainwashed yeah, by you were trying on a Barbie society. gown. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. So we did that. We we did stand up. Then we did Sony Hall. That was so fun. Should we get into Sony Hall? Ugh. First of all, Sony Hall is beautiful. It's a great venue. We had so much fun. Thank you, Joey. 
and Joey was awesome. He was so cool. He was the best. The he, best. He's always the best. The hang was so cool. The hang is so fun. All of his we friends met Stu, were there. The living legend. We met living legend Stu. Stu Feinberg. I think it's finer. Is it finer? Whoever Sue is, he's a living legend and he's I awesome. Got, I got some video footage of Stu. Maybe we could drop some We got some, some advice in. from Stu. What was the advice he gave? 15 minutes of... The perfect sex. Is 15 minutes of eating out? 15 minutes of... Eating out? Eating 15 out. Minutes, minutes of eating clit. ass? 15 minutes of eating so, ass? 15 minutes of sucking clit and 30 minutes of fucking. If he comes soon, bring a vibrator. <laughs> Something like that. Hit up Stu, Stu to Finer, find out. Stu Finer. I think I have that on video. Maybe we can put it in. Um, my, one of my biggest sales is 2000 Cost me $4. A comrade? It's my, uh, my cum town. And, it, and I, I don't know, you don't know it, but I, I'm a living legend because of the perfect hour of sex I've created. 15 minutes eating ass, 15 minutes licking clit, 30 minutes fucking. Can't hold your load during the vibrator. So that's the fucking bottom line. Oh my god, he's not wrong. That's the comic master fucking. He's a living legend. I'm a living legend. I've been fucking the same girl laying the same girl's ass and licking the same girl's for 44 fucking years. 34 married, 10 years going on. That's a familiar taste. Took her to the prom in 11th grade, March 11th, 1978. Wow, beautiful. Four sons and my youngest, John Allen. Wow. Yeah. That was fun. We got to hang out with Lee. That was fun. Yeah. All of Joey's friends we got to meet. They were all fun. It was all fun. It was all fun until it it wasn't. wasn't. (laughs) Okay. So do you want to explain? Sure. Okay. Okay. So Sarah goes up, then I, and then she brings me up and I go up and I'm bringing Joey up. It was the order that we were doing at the show. Kim murders. Kim murders. She's on a high. I'm, I'm, this is coming off a high, dude. I'm getting off stage. I, I bring up Joey Diaz. The room stands. I'm on a high. Joey's on a high. There's lights The room's up. on a high. The theater bright. Okay, it's like- <gasps> Clapping. I give Sarah a hug. I give. I come down. We're about to celebrate. A drink. Have some shrooms. Have a smoke. We're excited. Then I. I go. Oh shit! I forgot that before our sets, I set up a tripod in the very back by the sound booth guy to get like the whole view of mm-hmm. the theater while we're on stage. And I'm like, I got to go get my camera as I'm walking. And like, you know, when it's like when you get off stage, especially something like that, you're like hearts beating like you're not even on earth. You're not even on earth. It's like literally like you're talking to Pete. If you talk to someone right after a set, you're talking to someone while you're dropping on a roller coaster. It's like the same sort of energy. Yeah. Yeah, It's like you can't really focus. So I'm walking towards my camera and I'm kind of like looking ahead and this dude just I see him kind of move out of the way to get in my way. And then he bumps into me and then pokes me in the vagina twice. Right. Like in a stabbing motion with his pointer finger. Xavier has his mouth open right now. <laughs> how does he, how do you film porn? Yeah. He's watching this like a horror film. Yeah. Like it's the conjuring right mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, he does it in like a stabbing motion and then when I turn around to see what happens, he kind of, this is where it gets a, a little SNL sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> where he pretends he's blind and he starts like looking around. Not him going full Helen Keller. He went full Helen, dude. He he went, went full, full Keller. Fingering <laughs> Helen Keller. You, It's disrespectful to the blind. <laughs> Don't you think? It actually is because... And it was like, I had just gone off stage show and I was like, what? And then I kind of just like took a look for Adam for a second and tried to like, and then I was like, I need to go grab my camera. And I was like, did a blind guy just run into me? And I was kind of confused. Like right. when it happens that fast, you're like, did that happen? Right. And you just got off stage and, and I just and Joey's got off stage. on stage. It's and, like so much. And Joey's happening. on. I'm like, yeah, it's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to be quiet cause he's on stage and it's like his thing. It's his residency right. there. And now this blind man touch, tried to touch your pussy. Now this, either this blind man is very confused and someone needs to help him to his seat <laughs> <laughs> or I just been touched. Yeah. So I grab my camera and I go and sit down and I kind of take a second and I'm like pondering and you are like, what's going on? And I go, I think this blind man just accidentally ran into my vagina (laughs) and that is your reaction. And you were laughed and you went, what? And I go, yeah, it doesn't sound right. And I was, and you went, a Kim, 
you literally like brought me down to earth and you're like, Kim, a blind man did not accidentally run into your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You got touched. Uh, Yeah. You're like, you got touched. And it was like, (laughs) and I was like, I got touched. Oh no! Okay, it was like a movie it moment. It was like where a like movie moment. It all the whole thing happened. Started reversing, and then the finger went like this, and I was like, and then I could feel it suddenly. Where where he pokes me twice, I was like really hyper aware of it, and I was like, I've been touched. I've been touched, and it felt like everything froze in that moment. And I was like, I gotta find this guy. So then I kind of give security. I go straight to the GM's office. Now Joey's on stage. Now I'm like asking him, like, should I say something? You're like, yeah, you should say something. I'm like, a fan can the talent cannot be fingered by a fan. (laughs) Sarah said, said, yeah, the talent cannot be fingered. And she was really, in this moment, I thank God for Sarah for being detail oriented. She was really down to earth about it. I was like, you know what? You're right. I deserve better than this. And can someone give me water? (laughs) Um, And so I go into the GM's office and I walk in. And it's always awkward because you walk in and they think that we're going to say hi to meet them. It's the to GM thank them. Hall, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. You guys were awesome. We had such a good time. And I go, thanks, buddy. But listen, I got touched. <laughs> now I'm like pissed about it. And he's like, okay, do you remember what the guy looked like? And this is the fucked up part. And I don't think I even mentioned this part to you. This is the part that tripped me out. Because I wasn't on any mushrooms, but it was very trippy. When I turned around and looked at the guy, his physical description looked like gay blind Mike from Gas Digital, who's a blind guy. Right. But he actually looked like him also. It was just a coincidence that they looked alike. Right. And he was pretending to be blind. Right. So that was working to his advantage. That he looked like another blind guy that yeah, you knew. You're like, oh, yeah. this is the blind guy's aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it kind of. Okay. In the moment, it helped him because it convinced me that maybe all blind guys look like that. Yeah, but gay blind You know what Mike, they say, all blind guys look the same. <laughs> but you know what else they say? You know, but then we start talking about it and you're like, no, we know blind people. None of them have accident. Like, Josh Potter has never accidentally fingered you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so I, uh, so then I remember, and that's the only way I remember it, the way he looked. Cause I remember having the moment being like, Oh, he looked like gay blind Mike and having a moment like weird that blind, the two blind guys look like each other, but he wasn't really blind. It was just a weird coincidence, but I think it like actually helped me find him later. Cause I wouldn't have remembered what he looked like if I didn't relate him to someone else. Right. Um, so I'm like, kind of looking for him and I'm like I don't remember what his shirt looked like but I'm describing his hair and we're pointing people out and there's like 50,000 white dudes in the crowd it's a theater it's a sold out theater there's over 600 700 people I think Mm -hmm. I think it was over 800 it was a lot of people and there was yeah the people were standing it was like a thousand people in the room something like that and I'm like trying to find him. I'm like, he's over here somewhere because I saw him go back to his seat. Like I was, when I turned around and looked at him, he was like trying to find his seat somewhere near there. And I was like, and I just walked away. And, and then, and then the, the GM's like, I find one guy and I'm like, I think it might be him. And he's like, are you, and I was like, he was like, are you sure? And I was like, no. And I don't want you to kick someone out unless I'm sure. Cause I was like very, I did not want to ruin someone's night. You don't night want to be like do. rape, and it's not the yes. right guy. Yes, <laughs> and he's like there to see Joey. Yes. Yeah, no, it was a really hard, weird situation to be in. Then you're like reviewing the ta- the tape. No, of but your that's set. that's after I remembered because okay. I'm looking in the crowd and I'm not seeing him. I'm like, how am I not? And I see this one guy. I'm like, maybe him, but I feel like I'd be sure. I was like, I feel like I would know maybe. You know who touches you. Yeah. And then, and then like time's going by and I'm like, it's getting more of a blurry memory. Mm-hmm. Now the touch is in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I remember that I have my set mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy shit, I have a video of my set. So I go to look at the video and you see him, but it is just a shadow of a person, like literally a black shadow. You can see the shape of his face, the shape of his nose, the shape of his jaw, and that he's wearing like a Mm t-shirt. And we're like, fuck, I'm like, 
I'm like PI private investigator and then bitch I'm zooming in I'm adding color we're throwing yeah, it on filters yeah, yeah and we're like still not sure which sucks because now we have a video of the guy and he's sort of sitting in this section but we don't see him anywhere in this section right. and I'm like he must have switched seats with someone and now I'm like now are all these people guilty now I'm staring at these people and security's walking up and down during Joey's set with their little earpieces it looks like intense it was intense <clears throat> and then the server in that section comes up and she's like, there's two guys in the back. I think the one that is now drunk in the back um, is the... Uh, the offender. Is the offender. And the I toucher. go back and the manager's already out over there. One of the managers are already over there. And the second I see this dude, I'm like, that's him. 1,000% kick him out. Like, no doubt that is you know when it clicks right you're like that is i've seen that finger <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know that finger i said let me yeah that's me but a dog knows its own scent oh no, no not so, you calling yourself a dog <laughs> so so yeah so he is like a little more drunk at this point Cause it's been an hour since it's been almost 50 minutes. This is like towards the end of Joey's set. We find him. So he's gotten to watch the whole show. He came, he got hammered. He got to touch the gold. What I call it was the golden nugget. <laughs> and not, not your clipping <laughs> called the golden nugget. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about Vegas, baby. <laughs> he got to touch only something. Very few get less than very one, less than one. <laughs> <laughs> she's a virgin ah. not this bit again not okay. the virgin bit <laughs> i'm my hymen no at least i kept my hymen it's way um, gone <laughs> so so yeah uh so then i'm like pissed and i'm like but they kind of like throw them out they throw them out and i'm like for me that i'm fine sure fine ready to move on ready to move on i go in the green room joey gets off stage i don't even mention it to joey i'm kind of like pissed but he got thrown out whatever i'll i'll get over it is my train of thought i was like i'm just gonna celebrate we had a good night he got caught he got thrown out whatever then the gm comes back and he says oh yeah we threw him out we couldn't get his id in time but we knew it was him because he bragged about doing it on his way out that's when you that's when the the switch went Sweetie, off i flipped a switch she went full florida puerto rican florida puerto rican florida Explain what happened. I can't. Okay, so then <laughs> it's <laughs> like you hulked happened. out. I hulked out. Let's just say he, he'll remember me yeah. and not by the finger. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even go into detail. Okay. But let's just say I handled I it. defended myself. She took care of In business. an assault in the court of law. Yes, you did. Sweet A. One thing about mama, she a tough, she a tough <laughs> doggy. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then you didn't see me leave. Nobody saw me leave. I said nothing. I just walked out, kicked open the door, and a bunch of fans were like, Kim! And I walked right past them and I found them. And you and had a did, word with him. He, and I had just a strongly written letter. You gave, you gave him a strongly written <laughs> I, letter. <laughs> I gave him a strongly written letter. Yeah. And and then I came back inside and the GM was like very New York. He was like, well, you really took care of yourself, kid. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you didn't need anyone's help. Yeah. And, um, and then we went back down and I explained it to Joey. And at that point, I was like teary eyed. I was like so emotional. Yeah. And then I, and then everybody, it was like another Tuesday for Joey. He was like, that's, that's my kid. Yeah. And then we kept drinking. Took care of it. Yeah. And then afterward, when we were going to, we were waiting for our Uber, the, the person with the balloons walks by. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so after the whole thing happens, we get walked to the car or we're like waiting for the car and this you know those fucking cool ass neon balloons they sell at disney they're the clear balloons but they have the lights in them they're like led lights they're i love them yeah i'll say right now every time i see it i want it and it walked by and i just out loud went oh, i want that balloon nothing to do with being touched and sarah goes she got touched someone get her the balloon <laughs> sarah's like directing this post touch we got chinese food yeah remember yeah. and you were like when mama gets touched mama gets chinese <laughs> add the wontons oh, yeah. so it was like doing like pr damage but in the form of 
supporting me. It was. I was like, sweet and sour chicken. Yes, we need that. Egg rolls, whatever mommy wants, mommy gets. When you get touched at Sony Hall, you get treats, baby. It's. It was. And Sony Hall handled it really well. Yeah, they were awesome. They were really awesome. We had so much fun with them and so much fun with Joey and so much fun doing all the pods in New York. And then we came home. We <laughs> flew like home. For two days. For two days. I think those two days we did a couple pods and I had a meeting or two. And we had a show a at show. the comedy store, the Ryan Sickler show. We had the Ryan Sickler. Oh my, my God. God. I forgot about that We had show. the Ryan Sickler show at the comedy store. And then- That was so fun too. The best. So fun. Yeah. Nothing to say there. Just the best. Awesome all around. Yeah. And then. Vegas. Then we had a couple meetings and then Vegas. And let me tell you. Vegas go hard. (laughs) We were on Fremont Street. So if you've never been to Vegas, there's two parts of Vegas to hang out. in. if you're doing like the typical Vegas, Vegas, there's downtown Vegas, which is called the Strip otherwise known as the Strip. That's, That's where, where the all. MGM Grand is. That's where the Bellagio fountains are that make the noise. That's where like the good food is. And then there's Fremont Street. And Fremont Street is the fentanyl of Vegas. <laughs> it is the, it is the, it is the- People have lost everything. It is the, yeah. It is the stand-up comedy of the entertainment world of Vegas. It is like the dive bar- of Vegas. It's yeah. the Golden Corral of Vegas. It is dirty. It, the music's loud. It's crazy. There's street performers. It's like this one long street and the whole roof is a giant LED TV and it just changes and shows trippy things while these crazy people perform in the streets in front of you. And there's like bright lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking over the top. Like you could just, you just feel like you're on mushrooms even if you're not because yeah. there's so much visually happening. It's yeah. like sensation overload. Yeah. And I was on mushrooms. Yeah. So. I was like, yeah. Shout out to Schedule 35. That's right. Schedule 35. We love them. Holding it down. P.O.P. <laughs> what was that? P.O.P. Hold it. I'm legally blind. Oh, this is perfect for that episode. Do you remember that clip? No. Oh, I have to show Sarah this clip. We'll put it in. We'll put it in at the same time. Hold on. P.O.P. I'm legally blind. This is the person who fingered me. Let's do the quick version. Yeah, Fremonster did so many crazy things. The dead fish skin. Okay. Hey, so tell us your side. What happened? Hey, I'm an innocent bystander. They saying I drove a getaway car, but I cannot see. I'm legally blind. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I'm innocent. That was a, them interviewing after my fingering. <laughs> <gasps> she goes, Mama, hold it down, P.O.P. I'm legally oh blind. <laughs> that that was my toucher. Um, yeah. So, whoa, my eye. Just you hurt. gambled. I get, I lost. You know, on my last day, I won all my money back by myself playing craps. No. Yes. One thing about Mama, she gonna stay at the table to the very last end. Let me tell you about these people. Don't gamble with these fucking assholes. I know I just said Sarah was there for me. Screw her. Hey, f- <laughs> fuck you. Hey, fuck you too. No, actually, Sarah was pretty good energy. She just kind of went and and did. But Sarah, Sarah goes like, I'm going to go to the slots. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you in five minutes when your money's gone. <laughs> it goes so fast. Yeah, dude, the slots are the worst. But I love it. It's like for, I feel like I might be on the spectrum because there's like bright lights and noises. And I'm like, <laughs> yay, I'm making money. This is it, baby. Max bet. Max bet. <laughs> And then I just watch the money decrease. In five hits. I'm like, how did I only have $20 left? I just put a hundred in. But they, <laughs> like the it's making noises and there's little cartoons. And you feel like you win me. every time. Yeah. It fucking has It goes me, like dude. oink, oink, oink. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. take my money if you're going to oink at me like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the money pig one. Yeah. And I also like that it fucks with dumb bitches. Like it'll be like, they'll make the numbers like the winning jackpot. Like. 4,777 and you're like, that's my lucky number. (laughs) It's giving me synchronicity. I was starting to look at all of them. They were all numbers like that. And I was like, or they would do like, it was just all Vegas is strategic. It is very strategic. It is, it goes from like, 
like physically strategic to woo woo strategic. Like it covers every spectrum so that they can make sure they get all the money, even in case magic is real. They literally like, they literally, I'm serious. They, they, they make the beds. And did you notice the beds at the hotel were so hard? Was your bed hard? I don't know. The beds, every Vegas hotel I've ever stayed in, the beds are never comfortable. They don't want you sleeping. I slept like a little angel. Yeah, because we were, yeah, I me too. I slept through Kim Fest. Oh yeah, she missed my festival. The blackout curtain took your girl. Insane. No, something's wrong with her. It's not the blackout it curtain. It was the blackout curtain and no. the New York trip. They Give had me- to call a wellness check on Sarah. <laughs> When no, it doesn't. Nobody cared that she just did a New York trip. When they found out she slept till two thirty, everybody was like, "That's not okay." People were as angry at you as I get, and I was like, "Thank you." And they were it like, was "Your moment." Everybody was like, "What's wrong with her?" They were disgusted. I was tired. I was fucking tired. Two thirty, she slept until she missed all the shows on the first day of the but festival. But I made up for it because she loves to sleep. But I made up for it's it. It's nuts. I made up for it. How? I did kill Tony with David Tell. That's making up for it. You Hyundai. missed my show. Bzz, 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 bzz. I won't do it again next year. Bzz, 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 Not her bzz, apologizing bzz. on air. I love you. I'm sorry. I missed Kim Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole thing is meant to, for you to lose money. They make the windows to Fremont Street. They black out the windows so you can't see how fun Fremont Street is. It looks like it's dark out. I don't they know. Keep I don't you, like your conspiracy. Your Vegas conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. The Vegas conspiracy with Kimmy Con. You know what they even do too? What they do? When they they because at our we stayed at one of the cheaper hotels on Fremont, not the cheapest, but like we stayed at a hotel where the black jet was cheap. That's how you know. It smelled different than the Circa. I'll tell you that. The Circa had a much better scent. Yeah. There was none. Yeah. That's what you want so in a casino. Next year at Skankfest, we'll be at the Circa. Watch us grow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but the, the Blackjack, they do this thing where you have a jackpot wheel um, that you play for the Blackjack, so you have to put your chips down. And before they put the cards out, they take your chips and it doesn't mean you lost, but I even think in my head that them pretending to take the chips like does some weird universal woo-woo thing where it looks like we lost and it makes the cards bad. I swear to God, I'm like, it's, it feels like bad juju to take the chips like we've already lost, even if we haven't lost yet. I Am I crazy? Yeah, maybe, but you might be onto something, but also it's like, I, I can't just say that it's not a crazy thought. You know what, what I mean? What do you think, Xavier? Um, I, 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 do, I do believe in, in stuff like that. The last time I was uh, out in Fremont Street, Bruce Gray taught me how to play blackjack. Mm-hmm. And then he taught me, how, I don't know if you got, do you know how to progressive bet? I still no. feel like I get it. No. It was just like, I was only keeping the money that I won in the center. Okay. And then he, and then like, I felt like he kind of had vibes like that. He's like, you already touched that. Yeah. And then it would just start growing. I'm telling you, there's you things. Guys, you guys are mentally ill. I'm sorry. I'm telling I don't know you. What's happening? When when you play craps, it, a lot of the times you play and you tip the dealers so they get in a better mood because if they start winning, the cards start being better or the numbers start coming up better because they're in a better mood and everyone's in a better mood. And the dealers will tell you it's the only, it's one of the only, I think it's the only game like, one of the only games you play with the dealer and can make money with the dealer. And the dealers will tell you when you're playing craps not to say the number seven out loud because when you say it, it always comes up. I said it by accident and it was the next number that came up and the dealers were like, it always happens. It's like I, th- they will do anything in their power to make the most money. Wait, even, they even believe in magic at casinos. That's what wait, I'm saying. Well, like that's me, how stingy they are for money. Let me tell you, my lucky number is 22. I walked into roulette. If magic is real, then riddle me this. I put money down on 22. Nothing happened. Roulette's for dumbasses. She wouldn't, like, she wouldn't play it's my fault. Somehow it's my fault. I wanted her to sit next to me and play a couple games of craps. No, she would have gone. There was no seats. You were standing. I, you were standing at it's the a craps standing table. game. I it's, like a seat. Sue me. I've been walking. My feet had blisters on them from walking for days. Ten miles in New York, six miles in Vegas. My feet hurt. I, I'm a weak Jew. You and can I need also to sit at the slots. You can get a stool at uh, craps, but you weren't there long enough to find out. I was on my own thing. She and when she was running around, she was so funny. I'd be playing craps and I'd look, and Sarah'd have like 
so many things in her hand. <laughs> like she had like half a sandwich, half a sandwich, a to go bag from the restaurant earlier. She'd have like a, an, a poster that she was carrying around, an extra visor, one of those <laughs> long drinks with the long straws. Like it was just so, and she was like, I'll be at the slots. I'm like, why? Come here, you psycho. She's just running around doing errands in the casino somehow. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun. Skankfest. Should we get into some of the Skankfest? Skankfest was so fun. Skankfest was, was, I think it was my favorite year. Yeah. Was it yours? It was so nice to meet you. The the little honeys. I know. Our honeys showed out, sweetie. Let me tell you, y'all were buzzing around that bitch. Yeah, the hive was alive. Yeah, (laughs) it was so fun. (laughs) We did shows. We crowd surfed. We met the honeys. Me and Xavier did Kimfest. Um, not Kim <clears throat> Fest again. Anyways, Kim Fest uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, um, we the goddamn comedy jam. The goddamn comedy jam was so fun. I did Rage Against the Machine twice, twice, which is killing in the name of. Yeah, you know it's funny. I listened back to the video and I sounded better with no voice. <laughs> killing in the name of. It yeah. worked with the song. Yeah. yeah, I looked at it too. Yeah, it definitely worked better with the song. That was so fun, and meeting the fans was yeah. so cool. Everybody was so nice. I took so many pictures. You know what I liked? I liked that this year there was a lot of like dudes who listened to us first. They brought they turned their girl friends on to us yes. and so that was so fun to have them included in the festival too and excited to see us and take pictures and stuff totally um, very cool yeah there was like normally it was in the past it was like only a sausage fest and i would say like one out of five people was a woman this year which is cool yeah it was really cool it was, was really awesome. nice um, i remember the first year i did skank fest there was like th- literally three women no i know i swear it was like three women it was crazy <laughs> i know no i bet because it was crazy in the past. For, yeah. So I bet like the first installment of Skankfest was yeah nothing but dicks. Dick City, baby. It was Dick City. Um, the women are getting hotter every year. What about when I went to the wrong dry bar? When she, when, she, when Sarah got to Vegas, I don't know why, but her first instinct was just to go do things that are out of the way and not anywhere near. I mean, every other comedian landed and we're like, let's meet up. Let's grab dinner. I call Sarah. She's 45 minutes <laughs> in a different part of Vegas out oh, of Forever 21. <laughs> the bitch can't get enough of Forever 21. I said, you just hit the forever in New York. There doesn't, you don't need to be there again. She, it, was, the, it felt like an intervention. I was like, okay, I'll, I should leave the Forever 21, right? And you're like, yes, get out of the Forever 21. Yeah, I was like, get out, come here. What are you doing? And then she's like, okay, right after my hair appointment. She, had a, <laughs> she made a hair appointment at a blow strip to get her hair blown out. I said, and weren't we not, I said, we're going to be sweating in an hour. Yeah, but I was like, I already paid for it. I'm like, it was dumb, but I already paid for it. So I need to get this blowout. So I'm running around Vegas. They dropped me off at the wrong dry bar. So I'm at the wrong dry bar and I'm on mushrooms. Did we even talk about you almost getting kidnapped in New York? Ugh, no. This bitch is dumb. She almost timeshare. I know. (laughs) That's what reminded me of the kidnapping is how much of a victim you are here. I'm not. She gets out of the airport. I almost got kidnapped in New York. I didn't because I'm smart. I almost got kidnapped. She went into a car of a man who whispered the words taxi. There was a taxi (laughs) line. She went into the car of a man who was just wearing a suit and a briefcase going taxis. I got, I got a different, I got side taxis, the cheaper. And she went into that car. No, no. From the airport. He put my luggage. First of all, he was dressed like a pimp. He was like <laughs> yeah. in his outfit. It's a bad sign. No, I know. And my insides felt bad. Like while I was hanging out with him, I got this really bad feeling and he takes my luggage and he puts it in the trunk. And then I go, you're a cab? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, let me see the meter on your car. And he's like, I don't have a meter. He just had like a picture of a of, of Uber. <laughs> and he was like, look, this is how much it costs. I'm like, this isn't even Uber. This is just you showing me an Uber app right now. I was like, how, what's happening? I was like, give me my bag. You're not a real cab. Then he starts yelling at me. He's like, I'm a real cab. I was going to take you. There's nothing wrong that's happening. Look, there's cameras. There's cameras. I wouldn't do anything bad with the cameras watching. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> I almost got taken. Yeah. 15 I would have, minutes I would have had to call up that taxi driver. I don't know who you are. And <laughs> I don't know what you want, but I'll find mama. 
if it's last thing I do. We had to do Taken, this honey's edition. Oh my God. If, if we had to do this bitch Taken. No. Taken for this bitch. Bzz, bzz. <laughs> I don't know who you are or what you want with mama, but mommy's pissed. Oh my God. And then God. it fades out. We should do a trailer. <laughs> Bring her back. And it just shows you going, oh, to Manhattan, please. <laughs> <laughs> with your glasses, your shirt that says, new here. <laughs> so what we're saying is mama's easily tricked. She made an appointment. She went to the wrong dry wrong bar. Forever. Wrong she- dry bar. And then I missed the appointment and got lost in the mall because Vegas is a trap. And then I was on mushrooms. There's like crazy like <laughs> lights and stuff and i'm like i just want to go back to the hotel she's got a titty in her mouth she doesn't like, know why I was like, <laughs> like do i have to tip this girl she made me do this no i felt bad for myself so i bought myself a 20 dollar piece of cake and ate it in the hotel room alone she called me she was like i've lost spent 400 dollars in the last hour <laughs> just I'm getting like, lost <laughs> i'm like leave dude just getting lost i literally did lose like 200 dollars in an hour just from getting lost and you're like it's okay i lost money gambling i'm like yeah but you had fun i was just lost <laughs> On the street. You were stressed in an Uber. I was stressed in an Uber the entire uh, time. And the, the Uber drivers in Vegas, they're like the dumbest of the dumb. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <coughs> they were taking me to places I didn't ask to go. <laughs> it was like fucking Mr. To- Toad's wild ride. I don't know. I, I have a feeling, and I know this is on theme. I have a feeling it was the blind leading the blind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk um, about the timeshare. So we have a great time in Vegas. And let me tell you. I am aware. I hate to say it again. My head's on a swivel. I'm a, when it comes to survival, I'm a city girl. I can make it in the city. The whole week I was stopping Sarah from getting hit by cars. Like it was crazy. If my arm. She also has like a hero complex where she thinks she's always saving me. She literally walks into the middle of the road and I had to physically stop her. She would push my arm and a semi would go. (laughs) I mean, multiple times she was like, oh, thank God your arm was there. If I didn't have a right arm, there'd be one host of this podcast. Your daddy. So the whole time, every day I'm, I'm, I notice, I also notice things. I notice patterns. I notice the people in Vegas. I kind of see what they're doing. There's a guy that stands outside who's really handsome and then he talks to everyone and then he gets you and he sells you a timeshare. I was like, that guy is dressed differently every day. They have a different handsome guy out here that genuinely acts like he flirts with you. And I could really see, I see people stopping everywhere, husbands, wives, like he was getting everybody. And there was also one person dressed in hotel stuff by the Starbucks where all the tourists would go and order a drink. Mm -hmm. And every day I would see this person go like, I staying at this hotel. And I noticed just by watching in the four or five days, anybody that regularly stayed at the hotel and gambled was like, we're good and walked by. And all the people were like, it's our first time in Vegas. And had this big drink. They were like, what is it? And they were always engaged. And I was like, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. This is a thing where they're getting people. So it's our last day in Vegas. I say goodbye to Sarah. She goes, meet me at the Starbucks. I go, I already had Starbucks. I'm just going to go. I'll see you when I get home. We're done at this point. I'll see you when I see you. (laughs) I was like, bitch, die. (laughs) 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 Fuck off. <laughs> and, and um Sarah calls me so sweet and excited because she had just gotten a three night, four day stay <laughs> anywhere she wants for just one ninety nine in an hour at a timeshare. And I go, they don't use the word timeshare. No, of course not. But she told but me I didn't realize I signed it. The funniest part was she, she until I got on the. I said, "Why did you get it?" And she said, "They gave it to us because we were there for Skankfest." That's what they told me. They told me they were giving me an upgraded package because I was there for Skankfest. So let me tell you, not only did I get one vacation, I got two vacations. And yes, I have to go to a 120 minute presentation when we get to Sedona. That's where I'll be. Not mama. Always. I'm taking mommy to, with me. Mama and mama, we we take Sedona because I have a timeshare now. So we're going to be We should go resting. and do undercover footage of the timeshare. They don't let you film. But dog, Sarah, when you go to the timeshare, if I let you go I'm gonna alone, get sued by I almost want to let you go alone so you can have the traumatic experience you're about to have. They aggressively try to force you to buy a condo. Then they're like in the back, like, why did you waste my time? My kids need to eat. Now, yes, dog. It is like, <laughs> Xavier, have you ever done a timeshare? No, but my parents have gotten suckered into a timeshare in Vegas. <laughs> no! Wait, so so what do you mean? So what do I Timeshare is the roulette of vacation. When I get to the 120 minute, <laughs> listen, when I get to the 120 minute presentation, 
I'm not giving them a penny. No, if that's what you think. No, they, I'm. I heard you. they lock you in the room. I heard that they make the thing that they do no food, no water, and then they like it's like literally, honey, cult. It's bad. But we're, you're getting a free vacation out of it. Yeah. No, but it's going to be, they make you work. They make it by the end of it. You're like, I would have just paid the extra hundred dollars not to be here. I'm going to get so fucking high for this presentation. <laughs> I'm going to be on Mars. What's your plan for the time? My, okay. My plan for the timeshare is Sarah buying a timeshare. <laughs> now you having a condo at Disney world <laughs> after, after this, you're sharing a condo with four. That's what a timeshare is. A bunch no, of people buy one I place know. and they share it. I know, throughout the year. And you know what? I need a fucking vacation. Now you're buying a condo in Disneyland. It won't be that. But it might be. I might be in Colorado. I might be in Aspen. Catch Sarah and Mickey ears March through July. (laughs) (laughs) You want to come down to the timeshare? This is the thing. It is a good deal. I, yeah, it's a scam and I might never be able to get out of it. I can already tell, and this is what I was making a joke about it, is that it's going to be harder to get out of than a marriage. Yeah. Getting out of this timeshare. I've heard it's bad. My mom went and she can handle, she knows she could take some pressure. My mom recently did a timeshare. Yes, we're Florida trash. We do those. That's the only way I vacationed growing up, by the way. That was timeshares. I remember sitting in those places for hours and my mother being like, my children need to eat now. We have to go. And the door is just locked. It's crazy. You're going to, they make it. And then they make you feel like you're a piece of shit for wasting their time. How could you? Well, I'm ready for that. I'm in comedy. I know, me, I you gotta, can't make me feel like a piece of shit. I'll make you feel like yeah, a piece of not shit. Not them crying not when they me, come out. Not me yelling and abusing the timeshare people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw a clip of a, a aggressive timeshare guy. I'm scared now. Are for, you? For the 120 minute presentation. Oh, stay tuned. Yeah, they get really, a couple recounts their nightmare, as their timeshare nightmare as a warning to vacationers. Do not get resort, sucked into resort timeshare sales pitch. This is from this is from the well, news. Guard yourself from pushy sales tactics. From Fox Four News, a timeshare nightmare. No, <laughs> no. These are all different. What do I do? I already signed it, and they don't call it. They don't say the words timeshare because that has a bad connotation. They they go you you want a VIP vacation? I said yes, I do. Yes, I do want a. V- Listen, this is they're doing they're doing stories like it's 2020, sweetie. Approached on vacation to attend a timeshare presentation, but one California couple says the salespeople took it's it me and too you. far. KCALN's Curtis Ming tonight traveled to Mexico investigating how far some resorts are going to get your signature. Not the music. <laughs> Not the Mexican music. <laughs> Taking in the beauty, vacationing in Puerto Vallarta. There we go. Susie High of Auburn say they were offered 450 bucks to sit through a 90 minute time. I get a hundred fifty dollar gift card. Shuttled north of town to the luxury. And she's still falling for it. That was the start of the nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) That 90 minutes they say turned into eight excruciating hours of rotating and relentless salespeople pressuring them. And they were persuasive and they kept pushing us and pushing us and, and we'd say Eight no hours. and say something else. Why didn't you leave? We were waiting to get what they promised us. 450 bucks. 5,000 pesos, right? Then they- <laughs> <laughs> Not 5,000 pesos. And it's already cracked open can of beer for him. And you drink it? I drank it. Why'd you drink it? I was thirsty. Point. We're sitting there. Both say soon after sipping on those drinks, they started feeling funny. I felt sick. And then, and he just be, was like in a trance. He's just sitting there. They got drugged. Like, glassy, just. Next thing they. Honey, you're gonna have to suck dick for this timeshare. Green to open up credit cards for the nearly twenty-two thousand dollar down payment. I cannot look at myself in the mirror anymore. Raphael Cochet. No. So should we not go? Honey, you're going. I thought you said you were going to come with me for the vacay. I don't have the eight hours. I'm going to be at the hotel. You don't have to be in the presentation, I asked. I said, if I bring a friend, do they have to come to the presentation? They're like, no, are you married? I said, no. Good thing we're not married. They they prefer you by yourself, trust me. They said they take advantage of they this. They said, come little. alone. Yeah, come <laughs> alone, bring your credit card and come alone. They they say an hour and a half, they try to keep you there for eight hours. That's why I had my mom mom. They told her 90 minutes and she was like, after three hours, like, I need to go. And they were like, no, you can't go because we need to do this or we can't finish the present. I said, you guys are taking too long. You need to give me what you promised me. 
And you have to yell at them to get your thing. Like you really have to get aggressive or they won't give it to you. I will. You know I can be aggressive. I kind of want to go. Should I secretly film Sarah at the time? We at least have to film audio. Oh yeah, we can definitely film audio of me putting the timeshare. We should take a lot of mushrooms and be obnoxious at the timeshare. We should ask <laughs> the most annoying questions. I'm can sorry. you squirt in the beds at the condo? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, say what you will, but when I get my $150 Visa I'll gift be, card. I'll be trotting right next to you. Can I come on vacation, mommy? You're so smart you to get the timeshare. Can I come? <laughs> Uh, that's our episode I think. that's our episode that was a fun one that was a wild episode we covered so much <laughs> we did um you guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of this bitch we podcast plug one of our favorite things what laughing gas oh <laughs> is that us so high off the laughing gas we forgot to plug them in our <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to laughing gas ice cream shop joey diaz a big uh, i mean we should have brought it up when we talked about him in the episode we're idiots yeah he sponsors our party he brought us to sony hall sorry He's, we got caught up in the assault sorry i got fingered <laughs> um he uh he sponsors our podcast laughing gas uh ice cream shop follow them at laughing gas on instagram Mm -hmm. the way it's spelled buy some weed get some schedule 35 tell them this bitch sent you tell them this bitch sent you schedule 35.co promo code tb15 yep um the feedback's been amazing on it so it speaks for itself for both of them and and thank you guys so much for listening sarah where can people find you find me at princess shank on instagram and twitter for show dates i don't know when this is coming out when is this coming out who cares uh, it doesn't matter follow her for show follow dates. me for show dates that's where you can find everything and then you can subscribe to my podcast shank which comes out every wednesday and then here every monday on this bitch and i'm coming to new york so look I out for it does new matter. york <laughs> look out for new york dates in november do you know 1031 uh yeah that doesn't do anything for me <laughs> i will have already done the show i was gonna push it's okay fine. um guys i you? will be somewhere look on my instagram <laughs> Um, at She's Kim done. Congdon, at Kimberly Congdon, whatever. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, subscribe to our Patreons. Oh, God, please. Please. Patreon.com slash Kim Congdon. Xavier. Patreon.com slash Sarah Weinshank. Yeah, we need the... It makes us feel special. Only daddies with big dicks support Patreon. That's right. Oh, you want to be a big dick daddy? Subscribe. Subscribe. Help us pay for the timeshare. Right, we gotta go. Help. I need help paying Cut for it. the timeshare. Cut it. <laughs>